Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Okay, let's get started here. Today, Perkei Elvis, we're moving on to the fifth and final Zug, Perik Aleph Mishni Yud Beis. The fifth and final Zug of these pairs, where there's a Nasi and an Av Beisdin, that directed the Jewish people, and that is the pair of Hill and Shammai. Hill and Shammai is probably the most famous of these Zugos, and there's a good reason for that also. Now, just as means of introduction, very interesting to note, we always think of Hill and Shammai as the tandem that existed. And it's true that they were the ultimate tandem, ultimately. But really, actually, Hill had a different partner initially. So Hill and Shammai were students of Avshamai and Avtali in the last group, the fourth group. But originally, Hill was the Nasi, and there was a fellow whose name was Menachem, who was the Av Beisdin. It's the Gemara in Chagiga. The Mishnah in Chagiga tells us, when it lists these five pairs in the second parak of Chagiga, the Mishnah says, I'll tell you the context of the Mishnah. It quotes each of these five pairs, and it says that there was one machlaikis in all of Jewish history that started with these pairs. Means before these zugos started, there was no arguments in Jewish history. It's an amazing thing. Everything was agreed upon. There was no confusion and there was no machlokis. Altogether, in halacha, there was no machlokis. Came along these pairs, and the first machlokis emerged, which has, had to do if you're allowed to do smicha on yontif, you lean on the animal before you bring a korban on yontif, if I remember correctly. So the Gemara, the Mishnah there says, originally, each of them argued. Means Yosi ben Yoaz, Yosi ben Yochanan. One said you could do, one said you can't do. Yehuda ben Tabai and Shimon ben one said you could do. But Menachem and Hillel, who was the original pair, actually both agreed. It was only when, as the Mishnah says, Yatza Menachem, Menachem left his post, he went out, literally, and Shammai took his place, then there was a machlokis between Hillel and Shammai. So the Gemara there in the second parak of Chagiga explains what happened to this Menachem fellow. So it says either, it's two ways of looking at it. Either he went Latarbus raw, which means he went off the derech, which I saw the arts will footnote said is there was a certain group, this was the end of Bayez Sheni. They were about 100 years before the Chorban Bayez Sheni. Either he went and joined one of these Kofer groups that didn't believe in Chazal, which there were a couple of these. It wasn't just Tzedukim and Baisusim. There were a few of these groups. They're called Isiim. I don't know. I have to look up what that is exactly. There's probably an English word for that. I don't know what it is. But... So either he went off the derech, literally, like he went and denied in Torah, this Menachem fellow, or he went to serve Malchus, the king. Because he went to serve the Malchus, his position became vacant and uh, vacated, and therefore Shammai stepped in to take over as the Av Beisdin. So I saw the article footnote quotes from Josephus, a fascinating thing. Josephus, or Josephus, he quotes that based on, I don't know where Josephus gets this, maybe it's the Pharisees, I'll look this up again, where this comes from, but... Um, meaning to Ferris will be quoting Josephus, but the point is that when Hurdus, who was the king at the end of Bayez Sheni, uh, not, a, not, a, not such a great king, but he did rebuild the Beis Hamikdash, but there's, there's a lot to talk about in that regard, was born, Menachem prophesied that he would become a king. So when he did become the king, Menachem put, uh, sorry, Hurdus, Herod, put him in as one of his advisors, so he took the position. The Yerushalmi says that the reason Menachem went to serve the king is because he thought if he takes this position, he'll be able to negate certain decrees the Malchus makes against Torah, against Judaism, etc. So that's why he vacated his post as Abbezdin and he took that job. Either way, he vacated his post and Shammai filled in. 
Now, Taisva says something fascinating on that Gemara. He says that till the days before the Zugos, there was no machlokis in the Jewish people, which is what the Gemara says. During the era of the Zugos, there was one machlokis. Can you imagine all of all of halacha? There's only one machlokis. It's unbelievable. Well, they learned, but there was no debate. There was everything was clear. I mean, they, they probably argued, but there was no real machlokis ultimately. So during the era of the Zugos, there was one machlokis, and then Taisus says, "I don't say this." Taisus says, "Hillel and Shammai increased that there was four arguments between Hillel and Shammai." And then what ended up happening was their students, which were Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, lo shimshu kol tzorcha. Those are the words of Taisus. Is they didn't learn from their rebellion to the degree that they should have, and they created two different groups which had many more machlokis. And this was like the breakdown to a certain degree of one clear tradition, one clear Mesorah. Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel symbolizes Taisus's words in Chagig in the second parak. He says it symbolized that the unbroken tradition without debate that had occurred all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu till the days of Hillel, which is the end of Bayis Sheni, Hillel and Shammai, had become somewhat confused or misinterpreted because the students didn't learn from their rebellion to the degree that they should have before they went out to start paskening halacha. So even though we always, obviously, we look at Beis Lil and Beis Shammai, these are the great Tanoi and Beis Lil and Beis Shammai, these yeshivas which we have to take Elu Ve'elu Divri Kim Chayim, no question. At the same time, Taisus is saying this also represented two groups that if they would have learned properly from their Rebbeim, the Mishamish called Tzarkan, sat by the Rebbeim long enough to absorb the Torah as they should have, this would not have developed. It was an unbelievable thing. You talk about that. Machlokis is a good thing when it's L'Shem Shemayim, but at the same time, it also seems to symbolize the fact somebody wasn't paying attention in Shir. Meaning somebody was, was spacing out. Now you have to resolve how that works with Div, Eluv, Eluv, Divr, Lekim Chayim, but that's the Lemaisa that comes out of it, which is an unbelievable thing. And obviously we know after that there's uh, many, many Machlokas, Tanoim, Amoroyim, and all that. Till today, Rishonim, Achronim, no question. But that's that's where it started from. That's how Tessus learns about it. Just yesterday, I was reading mm-hmm. something. I was thinking to myself, you know, I think I want to start on the side learning learning Chagiga. It's funny, funny you mentioned Chagiga now. Maybe I should have given you a sign. Yeah, there you go. Because I don't, I don't think I, in Yeshiva, I don't think they do it. Because I, I, I learned for 12 years, yeah. I learned Yeshiva with the kids. Yeah. I remember doing Rashan more than once. Sukkah. Chagiga is a great Masechta. A lot of good I got it. I don't know if they did Chagiga. Yeah, it's a great Masechta. Yeah, and you'll learn it. I don't know, I want to see if they, I tell you one, I don't know if they're, they're, they're both base measures are open all day, like, both have, they both have the Mars, I can learn their, you know, take two, it's not as good by himself, it's going to Let's see. Now, this mission is going to talk about what Hillel teaches us. Hillel was actually somebody that was born in Bavel and ascended to Eretz Yisrael at the end of Bayez Sheni, and when they saw his great Chachma, so they installed him as the Nasi, and as I said before, Shammai eventually became his uh, running mate as the Av Beisden. So the Mishnah here tells us, Hillel and Shammai Hillel and Shammai were students of them. I mean, students of Shmai and Avtalion, the prior Zug, they were students of Shmai and Avtalion. So the Mishnah tells us, Hillel Omer, Hillel teaches the following. Heve, you should be. And we also, just to point out one more thing, is that we know Hillel was generally much more softer. That's why Beis Hillel is usually the lenient Shita. Beis Shammai is the Machmir Shita. And this mission actually highlights Hillel's role as being very peace-loving, very caring. So the Mishnah tells us, Hillel taught, you should be from the students of Aharon. And we're going to see in a moment, we're going to illustrate the Midos of Aharon, what he did, Aharon Akohen, who was Oev Shalom, Barodev Shalom. 
he loved peace and he chased after peace, so you should be his students and absorb those same character traits. As the Mishnah says, Ohev Shalom, you should love peace. Virodev Shalom, and chase after peace. The Mishnah, uh, the Gemara, Chazal tell us, sorry, that we know when Moshe Rabbeinu dies, it says the Jewish people died. Uh, the Jewish people, excuse me, when Moshe Rabbeinu dies, it says the Jewish people cried. What is he interrupting for? The Jewish people cried. But when Aharon Akoin, yeah. When Aharon HaKohen died, it says all of the Jewish people died. Kol Beis Yisrael. So Rashi speaks out over there. What's Pshat? Moshe was the greatest Jew to ever live, the leader of all the Jewish people. And Aaron was just, I mean not just, but he was the Kohen Gadol. So he was a lower. So Rashi speaks out over there. Because Aharon HaKohen was Oyev Shalom, Verodev Shalom, he always made peace between man and his wife and, and people that were fighting. So therefore, there was a certain affinity the Jews had with him that they didn't necessarily even have with Moshe Rabbeinu. So when Aharon died, all of the Jewish people cried versus when Moshe died, there wasn't such a level of mourning, which is an unbelievable thing. You see, the impact, I just want to point that out also, it, the impact you can have in, in a certain way how people feel about you is not necessarily tied into the greatness of your position. He was just the Kohen Gadol, which is under the leader, and yet people appreciated him that much more because of how he treated them, which is an interesting idea in and of itself. So that's back in the Mishnah. Hillel says, Oiv Shalom, Verodev Shalom, be from the students of Aharon, love peace and chase after peace. And that's exactly what I just illustrated is, not only did Aharon love peace, but he actively pursued peace. And we know the famous Chazal tell us, what would Aharon HaKohen do? is if he saw that there were two people fighting, so what he would do is he would make up a lie in order to create shalom. So he would go over to one of them in the market and he would say to them, to the one of the people, you know, your friend feels terribly about how he offended you, I hurt you, and he does not want to fight with you. He wants to make up with you. Okay, he's too shy to make up with you, but he sent me to tell you he really wants to make peace with you. And then he would go to the other fellow and say the same thing. Eventually, these two people would converge somewhere else and they would hug each other, kiss each other, kiss each other and make up because they were told a lie, which is not really true, that you're allowed to be Mishan for Shalom, which is that he would make sure that when there were people fighting through this method, that they would make peace. That was because he was Rodef Shalom, he chased after peace, meaning it bothered him so much when people were fighting that he would do whatever he could in order to resolve these kinds of conflict. We find a similar concept by Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is Ish Chesed. It's not exactly the same thing as Shalom, but we find the same principle where it bothered him so much when he wasn't doing something that was in his nature that he would go out of his way to do it even when it was a challenging thing to do. We find that when Avram Avinu had bris mila, so on the third day of his bris, what happens? He's sitting at the entrance of the tent and, and he's in tremendous pain. Kaddish Baruch Hu takes a cham in artika, but then he sends these malachim. Why? Because Avram Avinu was such an ish chesed, and when he couldn't do chesed, it bothered him more than the physical pain that he was suffering. So meaning the idea is, is that when somebody is so enveloped with that midah, he needs to run to do that idea, in the case of Avram Chesed, to accomplish Chesed, and in the case of Aharon HaKohen, in order to accomplish Shalom. Even if there was fighting, he would run out of his way to do that because of how much of an importance that had to him. The Mishnah continues, Oeves and also says Hillel, you should be like Aaron, that you love people, umekarvan la Torah, and through that, bring them to Torah. Now obviously on a simple level, what's the expression, you catch more 
before. Yeah, what's the expression? Then more, more flies with honey than vinegar. Exactly. Which is that generally, if you give somebody a good taste of something, it'll more likely bring them in than not. Which is why, by the way, Chabad is so successful. One of the reasons Chabad is so successful with Kirov. When you offer a guy a cholent and a l'chaim, and then you say, why don't you come learn a little bit, it's more likely they'll come to learn. If you say, why don't you come learn or kiva eger with me, well, it's a little harder to attract them with that, or you start screaming at them about uh, the importance of uh, mitzvahs and you're going to go to Gehenim, you're not going to catch them as easily. Oy v'sabrios and makarv and latzora. I'll tell you a great story about that. I'll tell you a great story about that. So a guy calls me, an older man, I mean, this is like 20 years ago, so a little younger, but I still look up to all the brash, you know, a guy calls me, you know, you know, I wanted uh, you gave me the wrong cab and you left one of these slick New York salesmen you're lying in. and you know my, my, my honesty is my is my signature you know one of my signature things I was like so taken aback but he got mixed up between deck and cabin the deck level is deck four and and, 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 and level four is is you know is, uh, is ocean view versus level six is or deck you know he got he got mixed up yeah he's an older gentleman older guy and I and and, and I said to him you know how dare you attack attack my my uh, honesty when you're you're silly saying you're 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 not she started saying I'm not sure but and they attacked me. <laughs> I said I said I said let me tell you something. You 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 if I were you I'd cancel you know I'm making commission, I wasn't my company yet. I said I would cancel right now because I'm the one who's running that cruise and I'm not gonna give you squat with your attitude. I said, let me tell you something else about life. I, I know you're a little older than me. He was probably you know, I was 45, 40, he was seventy or I said, you catch more flies than honey than vinegar. You should be nice to someone, but not to be attacking a person you don't know what's going on. Right. It's not, you know, and I was little, because when I was 40, I was still, I was only 40, he was 57, you know, and whatever, and so Sam, that's his business. P.S., here's the punchline, we, we, we pay the cruise, even cancel, so he came, he shakes my hand and gives me a jar of honey. Uh... Sometimes when you say the right thing, yeah, people yeah, accept yeah. it, they're yeah, Macavel, yeah. that's, yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. That's good. So I'll just finish off here. The Mepharshim speak out a different idea about this. Aaron used to do, which is an unbelievable thing. If he would see somebody who was sinning, was doing the wrong thing, he wouldn't just go over and scream at him because that doesn't work. Scream at them, tell them that you're going to go to hell, and that's not going to help them. What he would do is, he would show them extra uh, affection. Now, what would that accomplish? The people would then say to themselves, Aaron doesn't realize that I'm a sinner. If he would realize that I'm a sinner, he wouldn't come so close to me. He wouldn't show me such affection. I better change my ways so that the affection that he's showing me actually is legitimate. And then they would actually end up doing tshuva. So through showing them affection, they didn't realize that he was aware of the situation. Through showing them such love, and they calculated in their heads that he wouldn't show me such affection if he realized who I really was, they ended up doing tshuva in that roundabout way. So that's another idea. Through showing love and affection to a person, when you realize that they're struggling or they're not close to Torah, sometimes that itself will motivate them without even saying anything about their wrongdoings. And that's actually the appropriate way that Aaron used to do it. And that's what Hillel is saying. Again, we should be like Aaron in that way. Instead of challenging people or arguing with people about their ways, show them affection. And by doing that, they will calculate themselves that they'll want to do teshuva because of the affection that we're showing them, which is a tremendous idea also. Not just in Kirov, but when you deal with people, you want them to change, you just start screaming at them, most people don't listen to you. You show them love and care, very often on their own, they'll figure out, you know, I'm going to do the right thing. I'll figure it out on my own. Because you're also supposed to start yeah. with a compliment. Exactly, exactly. It's Pasha. Not, not just to... Exactly. And, and people are going to get defensive. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
Hundred percent. We'll stop here. We're going to go on to Mishnah Gimel tomorrow. Another statement of Hillel. He's if there's a few Mishnahs talking about his teachings here. Is